Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Planned, Prepped, and Productive Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Spackman, registered dietitian and mom of three and believer in peaceful, easy, but also homemade family meals. On this podcast, I'm helping moms master mealtime and become the boss of their kitchen. As you do, you'll find more peaceful meals through prep and planning. On this podcast, we'll be focusing on the four pillars for making mealtime manageable, doable, and if you give it a chance, maybe even fun. The four pillars are mindset and self-care, planning and organization, meal planning, and meal prep. This is episode number 64, the four secrets to more peaceful meals and more peaceful lives. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I have been working hard behind the scenes around here and I've got some exciting things launching in the next few months, including a shiny redesigned website, a mini rebrand, and most importantly for you, some increased clarity around what we can do here for you with the planned, prepped, and productive brand. With these shifts, I'm so excited to bring to you today an exciting topic that will define where the brand heads moving forward. So let's dig in. Have you ever felt like there must be something that you're missing when it comes to cooking and mealtime? Let's face it, most moms have a less than stellar relationship with the kitchen and their mealtime responsibilities. And I know I've felt this. Maybe you never liked to cook, or maybe your relationship with cooking and the kitchen started to go downhill as you introduced more children into your family and the ever-increasing responsibilities made cooking um, and mealtime something that you just didn't want to do, you didn't want to deal with. Um, I know that this was me. I used to love cooking. I really enjoyed the time I spent in the kitchen. It was a release, but the more children I had in my family, the greater my meal prep responsibilities became, the more it became something that I started to dread. So if you're in this situation, you might even be desperate for a solution that works for you. You don't have any time, you're dead tired at the end of the day, and by the time dinner time rolls around, you're so done that you honestly couldn't care less whether or not the meal you eat is good for you or not, and to be honest, you're probably fine shoving whatever you can find in the pantry in your mouth and into the mouths of your children just to get everybody in their beds, right? Um, The kitchen can start to feel like your slave master because no matter what you do, you really will never be able to give up this task. There will always be mouths to feed and there will always be another meal to prepare. It's kind of like the pile of laundry, but even worse, because at least laundry will let you breathe for a few days after you finally get it done. But what if we can change this this kind of mentality that we have, this relationship that we have with the kitchen? What if we could put you in charge of the kitchen and mealtime so that you feel empowered? What if you could set firm boundaries that limited the amount of time you spent in the kitchen but you could still enjoy homemade meals? What if you learned to work smarter and not harder so that you could easily put these homemade meals on the table regularly? without the monotony and without the hours spent in the kitchen. You might not even believe it's possible, or maybe you do. Maybe you've seen other people do it, but you've tried solutions and you found some success, but you still just don't feel like you've really mastered it. You feel like mealtime is kind of a big, huge bully that's got it out for you. So I'm here to tell you that you and mealtime can absolutely get along. Maybe you won't be best friends, but you can totally learn to 
make mealtime work for you and you can become the master over your own kitchen. Consider me your kitchen and mealtime relationship coach, okay? Um, I'm here to help show you the solutions and show you the way so that so that you can spend less time in the kitchen while still feeding your family the homemade meals that you value and maybe help you let go of a little bit of that resentment and find some peace and joy in the process. So why is it so difficult? Why have none of the solutions really provided the entire solution for you? Well, cooking and mealtime is complex. The problem is complex. Um, it's a multifaceted experience. So we really need to use several different techniques to master mealtime once and for all. So I want to share with you the four techniques, the four habits uh, for peaceful mealtimes. And the four habits that I'm sharing with you today They are not new. They have all been talked about in some way or another on the podcast before, but I'm hoping that introducing them in this way where we're going to kind of do a deep dive into each one will help give you a little bit more clarity as you move forward and will help you to always know what the basics are, what you can go back to as you encounter new problems, because that's kind of how cooking in the kitchen works, right? Maybe you've got it mastered, but then someone gets a new job, someone gets a new hobby, and your your lives shift and evolve and change. And so your relationship with mealtime and the techniques, specific strategies that you're using will likely shift around. But as long as you keep these four pillars working, you will have successful family meals. So... This is very important. Um, In fact, I am defining these four topics as the four pillars of my business. So you will probably recognize them in the past few weeks. I've started introducing them in my podcast intro. And as we move forward, every course, every podcast, or any piece of content that I put out there should connect back in some way to these four pillars for peaceful meals. It also means that as you start to make small steps in each of these areas, you know we're all about tiny habits, right? You will be well on your way to the peaceful evenings and mealtimes that you crave. And you'll also be able to self-assess when you're struggling with mealtime by determining which of these four pillars is the weakest at that given time and thinking about what steps you can take to strengthen that pillar for the future and to, you know, better your mealtimes for the long run, right? All right. So I'm really, really excited about this episode. Let's hop into the four things that people who've mastered mealtime are doing out of habit. All right. The first thing that you can do to master mealtime is to work on your mindset. Mindset work is a never ending battle. You could say that's the bad news, but the good news is that whenever you feel stuck, you can almost always attribute it to mindset and you can come back to working on it. So most of the programs and solutions out there for helping moms simplify family mealtimes don't address mindset. Instead, they promise the perfect meal plan or they even sell you the whole meal in a meal prep kit. Now, there is a time and a place for solutions like this, but the point here is that until you work on your mindset, 
The promises from these done-for-you solutions are empty and you will still feel the struggle and stress at mealtime. Mindset is foundational to your success in the kitchen and your success at mealtime. It's where we will all start no matter what struggle we're having. So your kids won't stay at the table. What expectations are causing your frustration about the situation? How are you letting the way you feel about your frustration affect how you feel about mealtime and how you feel about dinner and how you feel about cooking? How are your limiting beliefs about you or about your child keeping you stuck? Are you having thoughts like something must be wrong or my kids never learn? If I were a good mom, maybe I'd be able to keep my kids off of the table or maybe I'd be able to keep my kids at the table and so on and so forth. These thoughts and mindset kind of situations are only about one problem, right? Your kid's not staying at the table. I can think of about a hundred more frustrating situations about mealtime and a hundred more distorted ways of thinking that might be keeping you feeling stuck and you feeling like mealtime is just a struggle and not a joy that you get to enjoy with your family. The mindset problem is universal. I can guarantee that there's something about the way you are thinking about mealtime that is keeping you from your full mealtime potential. The good news is despite how diverse the problems are, the solutions for mindset problems are simple, though they do require work and effort. We will do a deep dive into mindset in my upcoming course, Master Mealtime. You can get on the wait list for that course by hitting the link down in the show notes um, under where it says wait list. If you're ready to get started on working on your mindset right now and you don't want to wait uh, for that course to come out, I will also drop a link to a past episode where I introduced a mindset worksheet to help you get over some of these ideas and mindsets that are keeping you stuck right now. All right. The second habit is planning and organization. So A lot of people think that I am simply organized by nature, um, especially people who are looking at my Instagram feed or listening to the podcast um, and not getting to see, you know, the entire picture of what my life actually looks like. But let me just tell you that nothing could be further from the truth. My car growing up was and honestly still usually is a complete disaster. Um, I lost or forgot to do my homework in high school constantly. I always have a thousand things going through my brain and I find myself feeling scattered quite often. However, the situation I find myself in now, you know, in charge of the lives of three other humans, maybe four if you count my husband, right? (laughs) Just kidding. Um, Has shown me the necessity of adopting some level of planning and organization. Um, So for those of you that aren't planners, it might feel stifling. I get that. Sometimes I feel stifled too, but adopting at least some planning and organization will be key to helping you simplify mealtime. And if you really hate the idea of planning, make sure you stay tuned in for the upcoming course that I already talked about, where I will introduce ways that you can plan and organize in a way that feels authentic and true to your nature, even if you are so not a planner. So, 
Planning is another area where most of the meal planning and meal prep industry gets it wrong, right? So the meal planning industry teaches you to plan your meals, of course. That's why it's called meal planning. But they don't usually address planning your very busy and very complex life first, right? So planning an organization is the second pillar to peaceful family dinners and something that you should work on before you work on your meal plan. Many people purchase or create a meal plan without ever even considering what their day-to-day life looks like. So if you work a full-time job with a commute and kids, you're going to have to seriously strategize to put homemade meals on the table if that's something of value to you, right? To just download a meal plan or write down whatever sounds good um, and expect to get home from work at six and then get that meal on the table, that just simply will not work because you don't have the time. There's nothing to feel guilty or ashamed about. This is just your reality right now. When you master life planning first, and then you introduce a meal plan that fits into the life that you actually have, not the life you wish you had, you will be so much more successful and you will feel so much less stress. You'll learn that a balanced meal doesn't always look like the perfect family meal that you have envisioned in your head. You will understand that pancakes, eggs, and fruit is totally balanced and it totally counts, right? So as you start planning your life first, you'll learn to let go of some expectations and you'll understand that some meals will be a B, maybe even a C, and everyone will survive and you will move on. You'll understand what reasonable expectations are for your life, and you'll learn to plan your meals accordingly instead of the other way around. This is really powerful. Okay, so of course, in order to master the kitchen, we are going to talk about meal planning. And here's where I get all sorts of opinionated, so get ready for a little soapbox. So if I see on Pinterest or on Instagram one more meal planning template template, I put air quotes around that, that consists of nothing more than, you know, a week's worth of boxes with lines for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And if I see this marketed as a mealtime solution, I'm going to scream, right? So meal planning is so much more than writing down your meals for the week. You don't need a template. You need a strategy. And that's exactly what I'm going to be teaching you in the Master Mealtime course. You will no longer be randomly perusing Pinterest for ideas anymore. You'll have a strategy and a limited selection of tried and true meals to choose from. You will no longer be buying a plethora of ingredients that you have a hard time getting through. You will no longer wonder if the meals that you're making your family are healthy and you can rest easy knowing that you're using a formula for balanced meal planning and you will know that your family is getting exactly what they need. These strategies will be even more effective as you pair them with the tools that you've learned from the first two pillars. All right, so the last pillar for peaceful meals and more peaceful lives is meal prep. And I like to call meal prep the secret sauce. 
Meal prep truly was the secret sauce that my meal plans were missing for years. In fact, the crazy thing is that I was using many of these meal prep strategies at work long before I introduced them at home. For some reason, when I was at work, I was already in that mindset of continually making things better and finding the most efficient way to do things so I could go home, right? (laughs) At home, I didn't consider using these same strategies. I'm guessing that you have some similar strategies, no matter what your work is, to, you know, get in and get out while you're at work, right? Anytime I had free time in my schedule at work, I was finding a way to make the rest of my week easier, I was tidying my workspace or I was getting ahead on projects. And meal prep is this exact same idea for moms in the home. I am trying to get you to the things that you want to be doing in your home, whether that be actually playing with your kids or reading a book or enjoying your hobbies instead of feeling constantly on the task wheel that we feel like we're on as moms, right? So meal prep helps you to work smarter in the kitchen instead of harder. We've talked about a lot of meal prep strategies here on the podcast, but in the Master Meal Time course, we will dive deeper into how to make meal prep work for you no matter what your objections are. So even if you think you don't have time to meal prep, we can make it work for you. Even if you think you don't like leftovers, we've got solutions for you. Even if you think it sounds too monotonous, I've got solutions for you. So you really want to get on the wait list for this course. It should be coming out late spring or early summer. So we will be launching that course very, very soon. I promise you that fulfilling your mealtime dreams and becoming the master of your kitchen lives somewhere on the other side of tackling the four habits we talked about today. I can't wait to dig deep into all of these in the Master Meal Time course so that you feel ready to tackle your kitchen once and for all. And if you are ready to get started today and you don't want to wait for the course and you want just a few tips to be on your way, um, more than I covered in the podcast, I have created a brand new printable guide that will go over these topics one more time, including some actionable tips for each habit and each pillar. In order to get that, you can sign up at the link in the show notes and it will come straight to your email. You can print it out and get started on finding more peace in the kitchen right now. So before we move on, let's review one more time quickly before we wrap up for the week. The four pillars of a well-run kitchen are mastering your mindset, planning and organizing for the life you have, meal planning, and meal prep. All right, so next week, we're going to get cooking with a conversation about how I prep meatballs for the freezer and how I make one of my favorite dishes to use them in, teriyaki meatball stir fry. It will be an awesome practical lesson to get you cooking and utilizing some of the habits we talked about right now. And this will be a new thing that I'm introducing to the podcast that monthly we will actually dig deep into meal prep recipes 
Each podcast will be linked to an actual recipe that you can try yourself. And I will share all of the different meal planning and meal prep techniques that I use to make that meal a reality, as well as sharing how much time I'm spending and how we're making each meal as efficient as possible. So I hope that this practical kind of advice is useful to you and gets you maybe feeling ready to try some of these techniques on your own. As a lot of what we've talked about in the past has been more theory-based, I want to get more hands-on. All right, my friends, I can't wait until next week. Thank you so much for listening and happy planning. Happy planning.